Hello, my friends. So our mysterious cannabis friend from episode 203 used to live in the alcoholics, anonymous, drugless world of recovery. It's a strict world with a lot of successful patients who kick alcohol addiction. And our particular friend who lived in that world has some news for us. That very first episode, 203, where she came in, was a real eye-opener. But wait till she tells you about turning into a real evangelist and converting her mother. (gasps) Right after the intro. Welcome to Season 4 of the Cannabis Truth Podcast. I speak the language of cannabis freely and uncensored while educating my audience on safe use of this live plant therapy. You should know what's in your cannabis, what's good and what's not, and what it does. It does not come with an FDA stamp of approval, yet. Using cannabis mindfully as medication is a different concept in Western healthcare specifically of the past 100 years. There's a lot to learn and reconsider. The information you'll find here comes straight from the scientists and clinicians doing the work and reporting their findings in real time through various live online outlets. The specific scientific truth of cannabis is finally getting out and is wide open for all to see at respected medical sites like PubMed.gov and JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. And I'm right there in the thick of it with all those titans of medicine as a fly on the wall because I'm not a doctor, nor did I go to medical school, but I did take dozens of private cannabis courses from doctors and scientists and still engage in continuing education offered by cannabis expert scientists over the past few years and slowly began to see and understand the bigger picture. Now I talk to people all day long about cannabis and hopefully inspire them to research the facts as we know them today. Cannabis is an amazing alternative in health remedies. It can reportedly alleviate typical disease problems and troubling side effects, even those caused by synthetic prescriptions. This is Honey Smith Walls, a 21st century cannabis shaman, not a doctor, not a scientist, raised by nuns and wolves in the verdant cattle pastures of the Oklahoma oil fields. I'm here to amplify the truth of this great big story of cannabis in historical, political, scientific, and spiritual terms so you can make educated decisions about the medicine you choose to ingest. There, it sounds like I have my mysterious friend. <laughs> yes, I made it. I made it. I have to let my microphone have permission. Oh, good. Oh, isn't it wonderful when we finally get permission from our AI to do what we need to mm-hmm. do? <laughs> right. <laughs> Doesn't it sort of feel like an argument or a contest, a contest or something? It I'm feels not... like trying to negotiate with an obstinate child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how it feels to me, too. 
So how are you, my friend? And thank you for gracing the show again and and uh, coming uh, to update us on how your path has been. Well, thank you. It's my very much big pleasure to join you again. And I reached out to you because after our last recording, so much has happened and I've come so far and it was important to me to reach out to you and your listeners and just update you on what's happened in the last, oh gosh, how many months has it even been? Six months? Yes, about that, I think. And I'm just really tickled that you did uh, holler so that we could uh, keep up with you. You're our friend. We want to know about you. What's happening? Um, well, do you want to first, for anyone who hasn't, we could just, you could summarize recap. better. Yeah, yes. Recap. <laughs> yes, please, dear. Won't you give our new listeners a little recap of, of what happened to get you to this point and why you're excited to uh, be back for um, the, uh, uh, the second update. edition? Yes, yes, the vol- yeah, the new volume. So, uh, you know, we're all a, a story. But, yeah, uh, it's It's really, I'm really grateful just to get to listen to yours and help other people understand the path that you chose might be good for them too. I hope so. I really do. Um, I just to, to summarize, uh, I made a decision um, 21 years ago that I wasn't going to do any drugs, any alcohol. I was 25 years old. I was just in a really bad place in my life. Uh, and I, I put a lot of emphasis on that marijuana was not accessible. It was illegal. It was unpredictable. Um, so I just was not in a good place surrounded by criminals because that's the only way that I had to buy it. And I didn't want to be involved in a criminal life, but what other choice did I have? And just not in a good place. So I stopped smoking for 21 years almost completely uh it was a month shy two months shy of 21 years Mm -hmm. and so I had started thinking because of uh because of all the pills that I had to take three different types of medications Mm. to deal with bipolar that I didn't know I had until I quit smoking two years after I quit smoking. They diagnosed me with bipolar and Mm -hmm. then later with anxiety and then later with um, ADHD and OCPD. And so I was taking all these different pills. And so with that is night sweats and um, just loss of appetite, listlessness, dry mouth of all things it's like well if I'm gonna have cotton mouth I'd rather it be from a really nice a uh, bit of green than it is from a pill that I don't know what else is doing to my inside right. it's extremely uncomfortable yeah and it it started you know really eating at me and mm-hmm. <clears throat> when I uh did my art shows uh the renaissance fairs I'm exposed to a lot of people um who are outside of 
uh, my dry community. Mm-hmm. And I started learning new things. I started talking to people and it just put the idea in my mind. And after a few months, I decided I was going to smoke again. And so I chose to go the route of using a doctor. Um, Can I and stop I you here for you. one second and ask you something about that decision? Yes. Did you find that your decision to smart to start smoking had more intention behind it this time than your original introduction oh absolutely Be- yes had way Not, more intention yes because i was better educated i reached out to you and i had a lot of questions for you after i decided mm-hmm. and because I just didn't have anyone in my life who used it as medicine, even just nobody right. used it at all in my right. life. I had completely surrounded myself with quote sober people. Uh-huh. So I didn't have anyone to talk to. And then I, you know, learned about, uh, we were already friends. And then I learned about you doing the podcast and I mm-hmm. called you in immediately <laughs> and had like we had like a two and a half hour conversation with oh, coffee. oh yes um and so I took the plunge in February and um I think I have one of those smoking first time in 21 year stories that's just adorable I couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't help myself I went and did like you said, went straight to the dispensary and I stopped at my ex-husband's house who hadn't smoked in 25 years and um, just decided, okay, I'm just need to do this. And I, once I got past the, the tolerance, getting tolerant, because I didn't really want to be stoned, but after 25 years and as strong as it is now, it didn't take much. Right. Um, but I just want to say, too, oh, I love that affable relationship you have with your <laughs> ex. And that you know, even though he's your ex, you still trust him and, oh, you know, and honor his uh, experiences and his ability to help you, you know, in need. So and I, 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 I just value, want to point that yeah, out. I appreciate that. I And I value his judgment because yeah. we were together for so long. Right. He's a He's a good watermark for me. Yeah. To be able to say, hey, I think you're going off the rails or, you know, oh, I'm right. and, and he told me once, because after being in a 12 step program for, for, I, I literally was two months short of my 21 years clean mark. And so that's been something that I've had to integrate into. Um, because I demonized it in my head that I have a problem. I have a problem. And a lot of it was because I wasn't, I didn't have the tools necessary to be a complete person. And when you say you went into it this time with intent, I did. I went into it for a reason and informed. Mm -hmm. 
so it was a completely different experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't let an unguarded tween running loose in Disney World. They're gonna get into trouble, and that's yeah. kind of what I was like. <laughs> Just this kid with no map and no supervision running uh, around in the world. And now that I don't analogy. have to, oh yeah, now that I don't have to deal with the criminalized version of things. Uh-huh. Isn't that alone the biggest goddamn relief that you have felt around this plant? I walk into the dispensary. I have my local dispensary, and they know me by name, and they know my (laughs) boyfriend. They ask me how he's doing, and I say, oh, you liked that one that last time? Try this one, or oh, we just got, and it is. It's like going to my friend's house without having to worry about the cops busting in. It is. It is. And, you know, it's good stuff because yes, exactly. it's, you're in a we, medical community where it's lab yeah. tested for contaminants yeah. and it's got um, labels that tell you what's in it properly. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, I feel safe. Yeah. It doesn't feel, nothing about it feels, it's exciting. I love yes. doing the sensory. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's that element alone removed. I have found has made so much of a difference. Being able to feel more secure about what I'm smoking, you know. After you shared what your experience was, I've had a couple mm-hmm. of other people over the last few months say something mm-hmm. similar. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them found a rodent leg in it, and I'm like, no, I'm okay. I don't need to. And I've had people offer me home smoke and I just, you know, if they were smoking, I at least know it's not laced with fentanyl. And I've heard story about fentanyl laced three times in the last year being in, being in my program. Yeah. The street weed that three Mm -hmm. different stories. And one of them was a, was a friend and his best friend. And they both pass. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just don't want to take that chance. So mm-hmm. being able to do it the legitimate way, and it's not that expensive. And it's so much nicer getting it from the dispensaries because having the week, it's so much better, but it got cheaper. Right. I don't. And, but and just, you know, I'm eventually so our insurance will pay for it like any other medication. And, yeah, exactly. You know, and it'll when it gets normalized, when the world snaps out of the Nancy right. Reagan politics of, you oh know, my goodness, that brainwashing from say no and the Dare program. I remember the Dare program, mm-hmm. and all they did was introduce me to what other drugs looked like and things I didn't even know existed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like too. that program didn't work too well. No, it didn't. <clears throat> no. But but since then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's been fun, but even beyond that, I don't feel even socially, I don't feel outside of society. I don't feel that different, oh, that abnormalness. I'm so glad you said that out loud. I remember that feeling. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, you know, not in my own circle of who knew me. But any, you know, church bunch, yeah. you know, work bunch, uh, you yeah. know, the neighbors, uh, all those people, 
you know, yeah. oh no, I, I, always I was, say, I, oh no, thank you. I don't mm-hmm. smoke. No, thank you. I don't drink. I can't. Oh no, really? I can't. Yeah. And one of the, the best stories that I have is a, is a friend of mine from the Renaissance fairs. And I was hanging out with him and he said, look, I always thought you were cool, but you're so much cooler when you're high. (laughs) (laughs) And genuinely, it's because my social anxiety is like almost non-existent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. uh, Cannabidiol is truly uh, miraculous for that. And you can just get all the CBD you want out of a hemp plant. So it, it, you know, when they say that CBD is non-psychoactive, I really kind of, because I have definitely felt the calming and relief Mm -hmm. from anxiety, which is psycho shit going on. Yeah. Well, in my head. Yeah, it is. And, and I have felt the relief from taking 20 milligrams of uh, uh, CBD that was jammed into a popsicle. And, <laughs> you know, suddenly I was not having a panic meltdown in the middle of uh, torrential hurricane weather in mm. Miami at five o'clock traffic leaving a conference so otherwise i would have been having hysteria you know there were wrecks right and left of me i couldn't see two feet in front of me and i was not panicking i was calm yeah and 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 those kind of extreme circumstances will scare the shit out of anybody but i was calm and the only thing i can attest to that uh for that reason is that popsicle with 20 milligrams of cbd in it I, yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. That was the first, that was my introduction to CBD. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I had um, even my ex-husband, again, who hasn't smoked in 25 years, he has had trouble sleeping for mm. ages and ages. Mm. And I got him a, a vape cartridge and pen mm-hmm. that he hits a few times at night before he goes to bed, he said, thank you. Thank you. I, I sleep. He sleeps now. Yeah. His anxiety. I try to tell them, you know, maybe just take you a hit in the morning or two because he <laughs> also take has anxiety. Yeah. And him sleeping better alone. And he says he wakes up and he just feels better and he is calmer He's oh more rested. Oh, just just the sleep part. And now he's talking about getting his card so he doesn't feel illegal. I said, good. Even though he doesn't yeah. take it anywhere. And my mom, because I had such a good experience going mm-hmm. through getting my card and with the dispensaries, my mom went and got her card finally. Oh, my goodness. And when I told her about, about terpenes in the beginning, uh-huh. honey, she listened and she gets <gasps> the re- and she knows now what to do with with she's got it written on her list of her to you she's got her daytime and her nighttime marks so yes you're helping people and don't even know it so are you listen to you that's amazing Um, good work madam good work this is this and this is how it (coughs) grows because people will have uh success 
in finding relief for their maladies, their human ailments and aches and pains. And yes, oh, by exactly. the way, it's good for your animals too. So, yeah. you know, um, it's different. Your, your animals have a different receptor system. That's an endocannabinoid receptor system than ours. Dogs feel it much more acutely than we do. So you don't want to give well, them, I live in you know, a, I live you don't want to blow. You don't want to give them a hit place. up their nose. <laughs> no, 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 no. I live in a small place, so I always make sure that the vent fan's on. Um, oh, well, but I, just, yeah. But just so many other good things have happened, too. It started with um, my ADHD medicine uh-huh. about two and a half months ago, three months ago. It might have even been four months ago. I started not taking it every day because I wanted to see. Okay. Oh, my goodness. All right. I'm good. So my ADHD medicine. And I want to give I want to give a disclaimer anyway that the ADHD medicine I was taking wasn't working well. And I talked to my psychiatrist prior to starting um, cannabis treatment. Uh-huh. And I made sure that I knew, okay, it's okay to, to back off of these pills that I'm not going to be in danger. How to titrate uh, off of those pills safely. Right, right. Yes. And thankfully, thankfully, the medications that I took, um, one of them was really scary that I could, I don't know if you remember me telling you that technically this medication, if I, there's a chance that if I stop taking it, it will produce rashes on my internal organs. And I mean, it's like God. You that, told and it's like, us that last time. What a yes. creepy med. I know, but it kept me functional for years. Um, yeah. But I, I got down off of two medications within the first, I, I would say, my anxiety medicine and my, and my ADHD medicine. I was God. off of those. It's been over two months ago, three months ago, probably That's or huge. so. Yes, and huge. I still and I still function, but we started cutting back on that really nasty medication about two months ago, and now I don't take it anymore. Oh my goodness! But I want to reiterate: I have a very small bipolar. My bipolar is not extreme. Hmm. So I, you said that out yeah, loud. It is not extreme. I have a very mild form of bipolar. Um, so, so it, you know, and we're not doctors possible. or scientists no. or alchemists trying to find the sweet spot for uh, our cannabis uh, tinctures and uh, smoke and edibles that we're using to yep. relieve these common maladies yeah, and but I settled just like our friend said she went to her doctor first and said i'm going to try this how do i need yeah. to titrate yeah. off any of this safe? med if it's going to happen is so she's safe? doing it un, you know under the auspices under of her doctor under yeah. supervision and yeah. i had to taper down off of this last medication mm-hmm. and it's Pretty much, I haven't taken it in over two weeks, three weeks. But and you're in, the tapering, in the tapering down, 
Um, and I feel good not just because I smoke. I feel good because of the anxiety's not there because yeah. I'm not battling the anxiety that that creeps up in the evenings from taking the other medications. And oh my goodness! So it's just been a it's just been a culmination of everything. And, and a I vicious thought, circle. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> um, I settled on taking. Um, an eyedropper of CBD in the morning. Um, and then I, I think I smoke on average by myself two to three joints a day, a little bit throughout the day. You know, I'll, I'll roll one in the morning and then I'll smoke a little bit and I put it down. So, I mean, it's, so you're not smoking a whole joint. You're just taking <coughs> a few puffs. Well, sometimes I smoke a whole joint. If I'm sitting here watching a movie, I'm not paying attention, but yeah. What I what I realized is it was um it was kind of funny. My boyfriend, he thought it was uh it was I met him after I started smoking again. Mm-hmm. Um we've I've been smoking for six months and we've been dating for five. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't know me before. He only uh... knows me as someone who smokes. And he made the joke at one point. Oh, we're going to, we're going to turn you into a, into a pro stoner. He thought that was, I said, I I was smoking when you weren't even paying attention. Talking about back (laughs) in the day, he said, yeah, but things have changed. He was right. But he said something to me the other day. He's like, God, you never act like you're stoned. I said, it's because I smoke enough continuously through the day that I built up my tolerance. So I don't get. So the only thing that happens is I forget, not like I don't already have memory problems with the ADHD, but I do have to stop and go, um, what was I saying? Hold on. I forgot what I said. What did I say? But that's so that's temporary. Like it is. It doesn't last long. No, but, but, if you're smoking, it's only going to last a few minutes or an hour or something like that. And seriously, it, it, you know, when they when they talk about cognitive issues from uh, being a a negative side effect of cannabis, I just have to snort and laugh because, uh, you know, God love the ability of cannabis to take away the PTSD nightmares that people have. Friends. I'm just stunned to realize how difficult it is to find trustworthy, high-quality CBD products that are full-spectrum, whole plant, with all the natural compounds extracted from the plant for you to consume as nature provided. They just don't carry it in the dispensaries in my town. They push their own isolate brands, and that's just not good enough for me. It doesn't have all the compounds. I've heard a lot of complaints about how to find consistent, over-the-counter CBD products, and I have a solution. I became an affiliate partner with Healer Hemp Products, and Dr. Dustin Sulak, a, a doctor of osteopath who created this line, is truly one of the greatest leaders in cannabis therapy walking the planet today giving his patients relief from their issues for many, many years with his Healer CBD products that can now be shipped to all 50 states. 
I use his acidic version of cannabidiol or CBDA. It has everything plus a lot more of the compound which Dr. Sulak and other leaders in this industry have found to be more potent, thereby using less, which ends up making a big difference to your wallet, but it also adds many benefits to your body. Start lifting your quality of life with Healer CBD products today and check out a savings that I can offer you in the link below. I was saying, I was, I was laughing at him calling you a, a pro stoner and tickled for <laughs> you that you found some new love, you know, afresh <laughs> in this new cannabis journey with you too. And how delightful yeah. all of that must feel for you. Oh, yes. And again, it's in that, in that first month after I started, I spent, I spent a week at home just so I wouldn't be so high and oh my gosh it didn't take much and I'm glad that I took that that time to build up my tolerance and I actually have a really high tolerance I had a high tolerance before and I've had some people say oh well you just stay stoned I'm like no I am not getting stoned because I take my medicine regularly well, because you day. microdose, you're not, right. you're not smoking your brains out. Well, I'm not going to lie when those evenings, when we're at home and we want a good laugh, I mean, I'll definitely smoke a bit more just but because that's recreational and ain't exactly. that fun. I and love that recreational and it's safe. But I think the, the, the biggest benefits, of course, coming off the medication, because I didn't even know I had bipolar. Oh, Around the time that it would have manifested, I had started smoking pot in my teens. And then when I was 25, I quit. And then two years later, they're like, oh, yeah, you're bipolar. I'm like, well, how come I haven't seen it for now? And they said, oh, because, you know, you were smoking pot all that time. You just didn't notice is what I was told. You just didn't notice. Wow. And it wasn't that I didn't notice. It's that it wasn't there. And this wow. is my story. This is not something that I think everyone with mental problems can just start smoking and it fixes all the problems. No, this was for me. And like you said, it's very important that I didn't just quit my medications. I talked with my doctor and came off of them. But the biggest changes that I've seen, my anxiety and it slows down my thinking enough that I said, oh, this is what everyone else must think like. Mm. Where they where, 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 Because there was time dilation that I, I was sensing time slower. And it's what I figured out. It's, I wasn't sensing time slower. My brain just wasn't going a million miles an hour. Wow. But my anxiety is the biggest one. Now, That's I don't like amazing. feel anxious and, and, and immediately go get high. I'm not using it as a crutch that every time I feel like something's wrong, I just want to smoke. And that's not it. It's I just smoke routinely throughout the day. And I just don't have the anxiety. And so that's that's freed me up that energy to yeah. be able to focus on other parts of me and I felt like I like what you said that I went into this with more intent yeah and 
I hadn't put those words to it, but yeah, I had an intention going into this mm-hmm. and it's opened up other areas of my life that I had closed off. Mm. It, it, it's opened me up to joining in things that I felt awkward doing before it's because of the anxiety <clears throat> more than that, because I wasn't like other people. I couldn't. And that's a whole other area talking mm. about that. I had spent 20 years in a 12 step program and the responses that I've gotten because in 12 step program, we're, told that all drugs are bad and and I think I and they still regard cannabis as a drug well when it's a drug when it's causing problems and at my stage in life then marijuana was causing a problem mm-hmm. because I couldn't get it um, I didn't have money for it I I you know, did questionable things to obtain it. Mm-hmm. And it was out of desperation because I knew back then, even if I didn't smoke for a day, my anxiety was through the roof. Wow. I understand now why. Um, but I didn't then. And so it was, you know, I was, I, I had to do whatever it took. And now mm-hmm. it just is like, oh, I'm going to 7-Eleven and stopping at the dispensary. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. It just blows my mind that we can do yeah. that nowadays. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was talking to a friend a couple days ago and she's like, oh, and I'm just trying to find a bag. And I'm just, I'm like, we're just, we just put in an order. We're going to stop and pick it up. I mean, <laughs> right. why don't you get your card? It's a lot less trouble. And you know what you're getting. And that I love. And I know legal. Yes, and I don't have to worry you about from it. all the anxiety of being illegal. Yes, right. exactly. I don't have to feel like I'm like I'm going to get in trouble if I get pulled over constantly. Yeah, I just I, 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 I can't tell always. you the anxiety. Yep. Yeah, I, I got that. I got my I got my card. I <laughs> one day I accidentally pulled my card out and gave it to the teller. Instead of my ID, I grabbed the wrong card and she just laughed and she goes, no, your other ID, please. Yep. <laughs> I've done that too. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I think the, the biggest update I can, I can give is, yeah, there's been a lot of emotional because of having to step away from a mindset of 21 years. Mm-hmm. of I have to be clean, I have to be clean, I have to be clean. And what I realized is I was struggling with my mental health mm-hmm. so hard because I was just on those pills and they weren't helping. And thankfully that the world has changed now that I get the help I need without all the side effects. Wow. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm not sorry at all. Um, there's still some kind of anxiety left over in dealing with people from the program. Um, I've called a few and expressed to them. Um, but mostly I just didn't say anything to anybody. 
mm-hmm. because anything I try to talk about, like I can talk about with you, it sounds like defending an addiction. That I'm oh. just giving excuses and defending an addiction. Um, because well, that's but, what yeah, NA they would see about. it that way. Right. That's yeah. how that's the conditioning of the program. And I think for most people it's a good reason. I'd like for marijuana not to have to be on there. Um, but it won't be eventually. It, it'll eventually get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it'll get <laughs> off the alcoholics twelve step program list. Um, and, and they'll I, begin I've, utilizing it to, to help well, them get I, off alcohol. I have found a lot of them, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, there's a lot of marijuana maintenance people in Alcoholics Anonymous because it's not demonized in AA. It's in Narcotics Anonymous that all, any mood-changing, mind-altering substance um, that isn't controlled by a doctor. That's why it was important for me to go through a doctor mm-hmm. so that I knew I was being legit and not mm-hmm. acting like, an addict. It was important for me to take those steps. And now Absolutely. I know, like what you said, I went into it with intent. And you have science at your back. I do. Um, I find that certain kinds um, are my daytimes and certain times are my nighttime or certain kinds are my nighttimes. Um and I've even informed a couple of people at the dispensary who didn't believe me that you could have the highest terpene be a myrcene in, in a sativa. And when I, I showed them and they were like, oh, well, I guess I need to be looking at the reports more. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's what you do. Yes, listen to you teach, girl. Really exciting to see somebody find the help in cannabis that they've you know, been longing for. Yes. And and, and, then pass on the good news. Oh, yes. So other things that were on my intention were I have carpal tunnel really bad. And Mm -hmm. I woke up with numb hands every morning. Well, the inflammation in my hands is gone thanks to, you know, that I smoke, but also that I take that CBD oil every morning. Oh, yeah. Um, I, my knees are a little arthritic. Yes, I'm 47. So that does tend to happen now, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so my knees aren't, they don't give me the trouble that they did. And I've had chronic headaches my whole life. Um, and I'm not getting so many headaches. And the doctor said it was very anxiety. He believed it was anxiety reasons, but they mm. couldn't pinpoint. Even the neurologist had no uh, no reasoning mm. to, to say. So everybody kept saying it was it was mental. It was mental, um, and I don't really get headaches anymore. So that's, that's a pretty bonus. Amazing. I didn't. Yeah, that's a bonus. I didn't expect. It was mm. nice not to get these little constant naggy headaches. Well, anxiety is stressful. Oh, goodness. And it wears on our bodies. Completely. So, you know, causes causes disease, causes you to create the chemical ghrelin, which is Uh, a stressor hormone. And um, and that causes disease in your body. And so, yeah, we we need help and we can get it. And oh, and I have found um, 
relief from the discomfort to a point with my IBS. Really? Uh, well, because IBS is in part the, the pain comes, the bloating and the inflammation. And yeah. I, I am finding, you know, CBD and all that, that helps with the inflammation. Yes, it does. Tremendously. And no, so, so that, yeah. that helped it some. Yeah. And I sleep. I sleep. Oh my goodness. I sleep. I have not had a sleeping streak like I do now. Probably ever. Wow. Because I've had stress in my life since I was a kid. Um, I remember sleeping before, and I guess it was when I was when I was smoking before I got clean. I slept then, but as an adult, mm. I sleep so well now and comfortable. It's nice. Boy, that is really rare to hear out of an adult. You know that? Yeah, that they sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most yeah, adults I, do I not sleep, sleep well. Nope. Wow. I sleep through the. I go to sleep on my back with a light on, and it's not that I'm <laughs> passing out. It's that I'm just. I can rest. Uh, and sleep. CBD improved <clears throat> my sleep by stopping my spasming organs that would wake me up in the middle of the night to go tinkle. Oh. So oh. no matter how much or how little, you know, fluid I drank, still yeah. there would be that thing going on. And yeah. I started taking CBD, uh, you know, before bed and now I can sleep all night. So. Yeah. I would have trouble going to sleep because of restless leg. Oh. Because my legs twitch so badly you, when I'm, yeah, when I'm um, tired. I want to tell you about electrolytes for that. Um, I actually had somebody at the dispensary mention the same thing. So I good. started drinking some Gatorade before bed. Very good. You um, know, and if you don't have Gatorade or, or Mio or any of those, you know, sports drinks that have electrolytes in it, pickle juice has electrolytes in juice? it. Yes. Yeah. Pickle juice does. It also has quinine that if you get leg cramps, but I've only gotten one leg cramp a little bit. But mostly it, it is, I swear that it's just like you said, the, the anxiety mm -hmm. keeps our bodies flooded when it's that chronic anxiety mm -hmm. day in, day out. Because you can't shut um, your mind off. No. They don't teach and, us how to shut our minds off. Although we as human beings are capable of doing that, we are not taught how. So nobody realizes that not thinking, like being... In sleep, you're not thinking mm -hmm. is important because you're not your thoughts. You're that's not right. who you are. You're not your thoughts. They're, they're, those are just words and stories and and tales we tell ourselves. You know, yep. and most people believe every single freaking thing they they tell themselves. Yeah, and oh you yeah. Not. We're our worst. We're our worst <laughs> critics and our worst liars. Yeah. One thing. Oh boy. One sure. one thing that I've gotten from it is with the relief because it, it it really does come down to the anxiety for me. Yeah. It took such a load off of me. I imagine I it took had, a lot of energy from you too. Oh my gosh, I was just exhausted all the time of carrying around myself. Oh yeah, and suffering, yeah. the suffering, the suffering. Yeah. Suffering. If I. 
if if my brain was a separate person, I would have kicked him out of the car a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. I remember uh, when I said I cannot stand myself anymore. I can't. I couldn't because of the suffering. Yes, the thinking and the thinking and the thinking and the critical yeah. thinking and and that's what all I wrapped have up found, in the stressors of anxiety. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what I have found is all those wonderful tools that I gained in the last 20 years through going to the program, mm -hmm. all those wonderful tools, I can, I'm freer to use those things now mm -hmm. because I'm not as overthinking everything. I'm a woman. I'm going to overthink everything anyway mm -hmm. because that's what we do. That's why we're better at running the world because um, <laughs> we think of all the things. But <clears throat> no, I have found that all those things that, that came into my spirit, my, my teaching, all the things that I learned, I can implement them better now mm -hmm. because I'm not constantly feeling sick with anxiety. Yeah. If things are easier now. Mm -hmm. um, my ex, I asked him one time, if I was bad and he said anything that has helped you this much, he's like, I've watched you the last 15 years, 16 years. We've known each other now. And he said, you've stressed so much and anything that has helped you this much can't be bad. Mm. And to get that affirmation from somebody that knows me honestly, better than any human being on this planet mm -hmm. does, mm -hmm. was just such a relief. Because mm -hmm. giving myself permission mm -hmm. that I wasn't bad mm -hmm. because I was doing this was the hardest part after spending 20 years in a recovery program. Well, and society has conditioned us because of all of the politics around cannabis that we are mm -hmm. bad people if we want to use cannabis. And the younger and so generation all that. have that. Yeah, the, the societal part of it is get that. Yeah, it's yeah, terrible. Be because of the 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 time when you and I grew up, it was. I mean, you had like reefer madness, and yeah. I had the dare program, yeah. and I mean, the war on drugs is what we heard for so long. So it, you know, I think millennials have gotten it a little bit better because it's not as demonized; it's much more normalized. And now mm -hmm. these Gen Zs, to them, it's just normal. Yes. Um, so, you know, my, my boyfriend's actually a millennial. He's significantly younger than I am. So <laughs> his, no, this is just normal attitude because, you know, he grew up in the Midwest, but then spent time in Denver. So to him, it's really normal. And that's helped me a lot too, because it's just normal in my life now. It's just normal. I get it. I truly get it. It, it. it 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 felt so ugly and criminal for so long mm -hmm. that, that the relief of normalizing it is uh huge for us. It just yeah, really it, is. It took a it's taken so many burdens off of. Right. I mean, my I, I mentioned my carpal tunnel. I would wake up every morning and the last three fingers on both hands would be just numb, painfully numb. And that's only happened like three times in the last 
you know, four or five months. And when I say I maintain a THC level, I genuinely do. Um, are you ingesting any edibles or are you just smoking? Um, I, I tried the gummies that they have and they're such a low THC that I don't really, it didn't really suit me. Now I have them. So if I'm out and about um, and I have a vape pen, so when I'm out and about, um, but I don't, maybe it's a mental, I don't no, feel no, it's satisfaction not truly. No, I don't either. The I gummies don't, yeah. No, gummies don't get it for me either. <coughs> and, you know, I can take two or three of them even and still, yeah, well, and even they just <clears throat> don't do it for me. I don't know what and it is. Even the, the vape pen, it keeps me maintained. Mm -hmm. Um. But there's there's just some sort of soul satisfaction with sitting back with a joint. I don't know what it is. There's just something that it feels right with the world when I can sit back with a joint. Were you a smoker of tobacco at any time in your um, life? I, I did. I smoked tobacco until 10 years ago. Yeah, so there's um, that hand-to-mouth uh, satisfaction thing that I really like about uh, you know, uh, using a, a little glass cylinder pipe that I just cram yeah. a bunch of weed. In I, the end of I, yeah. And I've tried those too. Yeah. I've tried those too, but it's, it is, it's that satisfaction. It is. I roll a joint and I still look, I left 20 years ago and couldn't roll a joint. And for the life of me, I cannot hand roll a joint still. Thankfully they sell rolling machines because I don't know what it is. Time has oh, not they improved. sell roll joints. What are you talking about, girl? They'll sell you a oh, whole pack oh, of roll oh, joints. I, I have definitely bought plenty of those. Um, one thing that I didn't know about that no one had mentioned was I could up my dose from two ounce allowance to four ounce allowance a month. Oh, that's Florida politics messing with y'all again. I um, still... I, I don't like that they put any cap on how much you can get, but at least now I can get four ounces a month, up to four ounces a month. And that was nice. That, that do, you need, me, do you need four ounces a month? No, I enjoy having more. Do if you that, know how much you're using a month at this point? Probably half a week. No, oh, okay. Maybe Maybe by myself, maybe half a week, maybe more. It just depends on, like, we just had a vacation, and mm -hmm. we're on vacation at a cabin in the middle of nowhere. So right. we just enjoyed ourselves recreationally for four sure. days. So that sure. was that was a lot right there. But, yeah. you know, I don't drink. I mean, I'll have a drink now. I've had ciders. I hadn't drank alcohol in over 20 years. I'm amused Again, at myself. I only drink when I go out to a bar. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds um, ridiculous, but no, it's like not at a all. Social thing to do. So we're okay. We're all going to a place that's got a full bar. I want to drink, yeah. but I, you know, but I, I don't keep alcohol at home. Um, I I've had a jar of boozy watermelon in my refrigerator mm. for like two months. I haven't touched. That sounds yummy. Uh, yeah, I just keep adding sugar to it. 
I'll be but over what, after dinner with a chocolate cake. <laughs> hey, that sounds amazing. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, I have found that I like the hard ciders. They're tasty. And I get just a little bit of a warm feeling, and that's plenty. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. two two bottles, and I'm fine. And But yeah. if I didn't do it again, I wouldn't care. Yeah. You know, if I, if I didn't get up to any other kind of trouble, I'd be fine. I just, I enjoy it Yeah, more than just it's medical. It's not just medical. I well, honey, I, I, I can only it. imagine like that you enjoy feeling better, you know, feeling well, yeah. good for the first time in however many years since you have felt good. Since so. I had felt so peaceful and that's what I mean it's like it's like today I have smoked one joint today Mm. that's it from this morning and uh so now I've had that much too today yeah I've had I've sat down and smoked about three or four times today already and and each time I take a couple couple of maybe two or three puffs uh you know off my little pipe and then I'll put it down and come back a few hours later and do it again yeah the only thing that that I can say in a negative way is I try not to to smoke deep because I'm sorry, I don't what? know. Try not smoke what? I, try not to smoke deeply um, oh. because I got a cough and I had not had a cough and I know it's because I'm smoking. Even though I hadn't even smoked cigarettes in ten years, I have a little bit of a cough in the mornings and I don't like that. So we're looking for a good water pipe for me because if I'm not smoking a joint, I like smoking water pipes because it makes it so it doesn't, it's not uncomfortable. Yeah. It cools a bit Uh, too. I would suggest honey. Yeah. I didn't realize that's, that's a pretty wet cough. I would. Yeah. Well, I am laying down at the moment, so Uh that doesn't help. And okay. I was, I, I napped this afternoon, but that's the only thing. So we're looking for alternatives and that's uh, so, looking into a good water pipe, not a cheap one, not those novelty ones from the smoke shop. Okay. So they also make a real good vaporizer for raw weed. So I've seen those, the volcano one. Yes, that's an excellent seen- one. Uh, it's yep, kind I've of, seen that. Kind of pricey. Um, yeah, but I'm talking about a handheld that, I, and I can't, don't know the name I, of I, it. I know what you're talking about. Someone else mentioned that too. Doctor uh, Dustin Sulak even talks about these. He might have some on his side. I don't know it. Healer.com. But uh, the whole point is that these vaporizers. Uh, heat at a much lower level yeah. and uh, and so and also you might consider that uh, some cannabis is well all THC is a bronchodilator and yeah. then there's also other terpenes in your cannabis that are also bronchodilators. So whatever is happening in there, it's also being counteracted by the good juju of cannabis and the terpenes as well. And it didn't help that around the time that I started smoking, um, 
I went to a month later, I went to one of my art shows and I got um, bronchitis. Oh, so you've got a so, thing going on in the background underneath the cannabis. Right. Like, way, like, right, right. It's not like, oh, I started smoking and now I have this smoker's cough. It's not. Yeah. It's just I have. Glad you pointed that out. Yes, I have. The cough is there when I when I smoke, though, and I don't like that I cough when I smoke. Yeah, so that's why I was looking to um, find a wet bomb. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. A water pipe, because when yeah. I smoke out of those, it, it I mean, as long as I'm, you know what smoking, the doctors like, are going to tell school. you. You know, you What's know what the, what the scientists and the doctors and the smarty pants will tell you to stop uh -oh. smoking until you get over your bronchitis. Oh, yeah. My body will really love that. Well, you, 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 you ingest instead or yeah. maybe inhale. See if you can find a THC inhaler, uh, like a nasal inhaler. Um, I haven't seen those around. Mm -hmm. Um, check out the transdermal, the THC transdermal patches, check yeah, out I've some been... RSO maybe for a time being. I, don't, I haven't seen I don't, dermal patches either. That's interesting. Really? Okay. Yeah, no, and, I haven't noticed them. Okay. Uh, well, go to some different, uh, you know, let your <laughs> fingers do the shopping online and go to some different dispensaries and um, uh, uh, put in, you know, their search box, uh, transdermal patches, THC transdermal patches. patches. Uh-huh. And, yeah. um yeah, and so you've got some alternatives that, you know, you wouldn't have to quit smoking forever, but until you got over your bronchitis, at least, it would, you know, help you uh, heal your bronchial tubes and all of that from the inflammation from the bronchitis. So Yeah, it's, it's, only, it's only bad after I've been laying down, okay, which, make, which makes sense. Um, but I just, when I, when I smoke, I just don't breathe it really deeply. I only take it, you know, like down to my throat. Mm. Um, and then I don't, then it doesn't bother my lungs at all mm -hmm. uh, while I'm trying to see if I can get rid of this. And bronchitis is the worst to try to get rid of too. It's pretty tough. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. If it's not, if it's not bacterial bronchitis, mm -hmm. then if it's just respiratory mm -hmm. and not bacterial, it's just the hardest, but it's fine. Um, okay. I, I, I'm happy. I wanted to come back and share after six months, just this person that started off completely like a babe in the woods. What a glorious transformation. Yeah. I still feel like a tween at Disney, but I'm under guidance <laughs> and I, and I have a map this time and a plan. <laughs> That's um, so funny. Yeah, but particularly with a new boyfriend, I definitely feel like that I'm running around Disney World again. Oh, and all that energy of being in love. I remember. So sweet. <laughs> all right, dear heart. Well, thank you again for gracing our show and helping um, our audience understand what this journey looks like for real. I mean, for real, this is such an honest conversation and, uh, you know, no beating around the bush. Uh, we, we've talked about how your life measured in the way of uh, anxiety for so many years and then finally found relief through uh, cannabinoid therapy.
and then the alchemy of uh, you experimenting and helping your other friends and family learn about this. It's a beautiful story, honey. I just wanted to say yeah. thank you again for coming and sharing with us because the the truth and reality of your story hits home for so many people. I hope so. It's if I could take if if I could put my finger on the one thing, it's like above all else, what has been the biggest benefit? And it really is. It's the anxiety that I have lived with, the feeling on edge. Mm -hmm. The 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 relief of my pain has been wonderful. The relief of the anxiety that I have burdened as this 50 pound monkey on my back my whole life mm. and the last 20 years and I just feel lighter and I can breathe and I don't think that everyone who is in a 12-step program is okay to smoke I don't think that everyone's at that place do I think everyone could be I do mm. um, if it's treated like medicine Get this, I actually just read a an, an article that said that cannabis helps to quell the opioid when people are, are um, withdrawing off opioids. It helps to quench the, the opioid cravings. Yeah, there's a lot of really magnificent science coming out. I was about, so uh, happy to hear yeah. that. There really is. Honey, I think you ought to get into this and start preaching the good word in a serious way. Oh, a I'm, a, I'm, a street, I'm a street preacher. That's awesome. That's what I'm we need. The good, I'm preaching the good word from the streets. That's it, girl. That is it. Well, thank you I, again I, for I coming. I am so grateful that you let me come back and let me no, share. A, come back again a lay anytime, person, A layperson's journey. This is it. All right. We're sending many blessings and lots of love your way. And you can all right. Love to all of you. Thanks bye -bye. so much, honey. Bye bye. You've been listening to another Cannabis Truth podcast with 21st century cannabis shaman, Honey Smith Walls. That's me. About the importance of using verifiably safe products. The process of getting a diagnosis from your family doctor and taking your records to a cannabis specialist can lead you to the correct cannabinoid therapy for those issues. Otherwise, you're just your own guinea pig looking for answers without any foundational knowledge or ability to determine the best choices or strategies. To find a qualified cannabis expert to help you in your area, visit CannabisClinicians.org. It is a national society of cannabis experts, and you'll see that link down below in my show notes. Unless otherwise proven by a reputable third-party lab test, please regard all street weed as contaminated. It may do grave harm to a patient with a delicate immune system who already has inflammatory issues like arthritis, IBS, fibromyalgia, or worse. Thanks so much for your time today. I hope you found value and understanding through conversations you've listened to on this podcast. Pax Oh, I hear the cows calling.